What the fuck? <laughs> a long, long time ago. <laughs> a long, long time ago. What is that? That's uh, American Pie. Is that correct? But anyway, um, it was, uh, I don't know, 19... 1994, I was a young man, 24 years of age, living in the great city of Buffalo, New York, the good old B-Low. I had two good roommates, my buddy Rob, my buddy Tim, they were high school buddies of mine. I had uh, moved back from Massachusetts and... Uh, they were living together, and then I'm moving back, and they're like, fuck yeah, let's get a bigger apartment. And I'm like, all right, man, you guys find the apartment. I'll move in. And we moved in, and uh, it was off the Elmwood Strip, if you know Buffalo at all. Elmwood's like one of the bigger roads, a lot of restaurants and bars and shit like that. It was it was a cool, cool place to live, man. We lived on the second story of a building or a house i honestly don't remember we had the entire second floor the first floor had two apartments and there was a an apartment in the attic and for a while our landlord lived up there which i always thought was kind of weird but uh really cool place loved it a whole lot was able to uh walk to uh like i said a lot of bars and stuff I was working for a homeless shelter as an intake coordinator. It was a homeless shelter for kids, for youth. It was called, God, what was it called? Compass House was its name. Kind of an odd name, right? But uh, in social work, social work never, never takes a day off. So um, the, day, the day is off because it's a shelter. Someone always needs to be there. Uh, my days off were Tuesdays and Wednesdays. How about that, everybody? I didn't mind that my days off were during the week. Just It didn't matter. It's just nice to have two days off, right? Two days off in a row. And the place was close enough that I used to, um, when the weather was nice, I would bike to work. So that was always nice and convenient. But one, one of the things about having... Uh, well, was, no, I, I, was, I think it, what I say, Tuesday and Wednesday, I actually had off a Wednesday and Thursday. And one of the nice things about having Wednesday off was there was a bar. God, it was mis called Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar would have crazy drink specials on Tuesday. It was Thirsty Tuesday or something, or Two for Tuesday or something. They would sell... Uh, cups of beer for a quarter <laughs> fucking god damn that was deadly and uh so what i would do again like i said everything was walkable i would walk down there i think they would start this quarter draft night at like six o'clock seven o'clock i worked first shift too so i'd be out of work at like three or four you know i'd get into work at seven Work like I said, three or four, get out. So I, I would get home, 
eat, and then I'd just walk down to Mr. Goodbar, and I would get there before the quarter draft night. Because what I would do, like, quarter draft clearly consists of we're giving you the shittiest beer that we can. I legitimately believe it's uh, it was piss that they squeegeed off the restroom floor <laughs> and somehow just put it into pitchers of beer. Pitchers of... Just pitchers. <laughs> um, so I would get there early, though, and uh, I was trying to be a sophisticated man, and I would uh, order a pint of or two of Guinness. And if, if you guys don't know, if you've never had a pint of Guinness, Guinness is a, it's a sipping beer. This is not a beer that you should pound. It's not a beer you really can pound. It's, it's very, very heavy, very thick. And uh, it's kind of, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of acquired taste. It isn't for everybody. And fuck, it wasn't even for me at first. But uh, I tricked myself into thinking this shit was good. <laughs> and so, like I said, I'd have a pint or two. Because then, after a pint or two, you're getting a little drunk. A little diz drunk. And then you could drink quarter draft night. And you wouldn't really give a shit. Because you're already fucking diz drunk. Right? You're already fucking uh, half in the bag or whatever. It doesn't fucking, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. And I just remember it being a whole lot of fun, just being nice, being able to walk to a fucking bar and walk home and I wouldn't have to get up the next day. And again, like I said, I was like 24, 23 maybe. When you're that old, shit. You could fucking drink until like four in the morning, which is, I believe bars in Buffalo are open till four in the morning. God damn. And then you can get up at like six and go to work and you'll be fine. You're like, fuck, give me some coffee. Give me a fucking egg McMuffin from McDonald's. Let's do this shit. Mr. Goodbar, though, was not a bar. Uh, if they didn't have quarter draft night, I, pro I probably would never have been to Mr. Good Bar. It really was. It, it was a bigger bar. It was kind of like a, I don't want to call it a dance bar, but I mean, there was just a lot of shit going on. It was clearly a college kid bar. So, you know, I fit in. I'm a little older, but whatever. But there was another bar in a different direction that wasn't surrounded by other bars. It was kind of in a residential neighborhood, and I, for the life of me, cannot remember what the name of that bar was. Because you know, I was I was planning on talking about the story today, the story, and I can't remember the name of the bar. So I, I texted my buddy Rob, and I was like, "Hey, man, do you remember the name of that hole-in-the-wall bar that had the sweet-ass jukebox?" And uh, he has not gotten back to me. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't tell you the name of it, everybody. I, I hope to God, I pray to God that it still exists. It was a very small bar. Like, legitimately, 30 people in this bar would have been, it would have been packed. It would have been overpacked. And I'm not even really sure how we found this bar. 
Because like I said, it was just kind of like a neighborhood bar. But it wasn't your typical neighborhood bar. It was kind it was very kind of hip. You know, again, I remind you, this is 93, so it's hip before hip got trendy, before fucking hipsters became a thing. Well, like we were the first hipsters, and we weren't like hipsters. Does this make any sense to any of you? Probably not. Maybe if you're older, if you're my age, your late 40s, 50s, you kind of get what I'm talking about. But you'd go in, and, and the beer selection was phenomenal. The jukebox was phenomenal. There wasn't anything fucking else there for you to do. Like, there wasn't, a, from what I remember, there wasn't, like, a pool table. It wasn't, like, a sports bar. It was, you went there to sit down and drink and play some good tunes on the jukebox. Now, that was where I first heard the song uh, Mr. Cab Driver by Lenny Kravitz. Now, look, it now I gotta fucking look this up. Uh, Mr. Cab Driver. Uh, driver. There it is, Mr. Cab Driver. Uh, uh, uh. Came out in 1989. So clearly this is an older song. This this came out before that fucking monster CD or album or whatever that Lenny put out that kind of put Lenny over the top. But I, I, I will always say Mr. Cab Driver is probably his best song. And if you don't know it, go YouTube it, whatever. It's a fucking great song, right? And I, So I just appreciated wandering down to this bar. Now it was a little farther away. It was probably a 15, 20-minute walk, but it was definitely fucking worth it, right? And I, so I used to just wander down there by myself. You know, Rob and Tim wouldn't always have the same days off or same avail availability as me. So, you know, I would, I would wander down there by myself, and I would just drink and just talk to whoever, and, it, you know, it was always a good time. And when I was in there one time, there was a guy who came in, who um, I knew who he was, but he was completely out of place. Because this it was a guy that I went to like elementary school with, and then, I don't know, maybe a part of high school. His name was Matty Boyce. Good old Matty Boyce. That's Matty with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Matty Boyce was one of these kids who, I mean, he legitimately lived like 30 seconds away from where I grew up. You know, his house was that kind of close. And we were in the same, you know, same age, same bracket, same class, all that shit. There was a, when we were in kids, we were in a kindergarten. And I remember we, we were, uh, close enough that we could walk to school like i don't know if kids still walk to school or not but fuck we did and we didn't it didn't give a shit if it was rainy or snowing or whatever you fucking walked and so i remember manny and i we used to walk together and uh manny used to bug the shit out of me too like he was just one of these kids who was very hyperactive and thinking about it now it was probably 
he probably suffered a lot of trauma, <laughs> probably had a lot of anxiety. But again, like I said, when you're a kid, you don't identify it as that. You identify it as this kid's a fucking nuisance and I fucking hate this guy and he's bothering the shit out of me. And I remember we were walking home from school and it was winter time because I remember trudging through the snow and I don't know, I'm a couple feet in front of him and he's like, he's yelling at me for whatever reason. And I remember what? And I turned around and wham, he hit me in the mouth with his lunchbox. Now, uh, I grew up in the day and age where lunchboxes were made out of metal. <laughs> we had metal lunchboxes. And he knocked the fuck out of some of my teeth. <laughs> I remember going home and uh, just crying to my mom. I couldn't talk. My teeth are missing, whatever. I'm bleeding all over the place. Like, she had to take me to, like, an emergency clinic. Oh, it was awful. And I, I remember the next day, uh, the, the teacher was sitting down the entire classroom about how to interact with each other. <laughs> Just fucking crazy, right? So Matt and his family, his mom, like, he, he didn't have a dad. And then I know his mom, like, married a dude, and his name was Bradford. So his name was, like, Maddie Bradford for a while. I don't know. I always knew and recognized him as Maddie Boyce. And he, he would, it would be like he would kind of come and go. The family would be gone, and then they'd come back. So I don't think he technically graduated with me. But like I said, Matt, Matty was one of these kids that I kind of like, but fuck, he was a pain in the ass. I don't know if you got people like that in your childhood or not, but you guys know. So, but anyway, so I'm in this bar and Matt's there. He like just kind of walks in and I'm eyeballing him. And it's, Matty was kind of difficult to misplace because he was tall like me. He was like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and he had bright red hair, <laughs> a lot of freckles. And he's in the bar, and I'm eyeballing him, and I'm like half drunk. And Maddie, Maddie also was a little bit, well, as evidenced by him smashing me in the face with a lunchbox, Maddie was also a little bit of a bully. Maddie was a, a little aggressive. And I'm eyeballing him, and, you know, I, I probably hadn't seen him in like a decade. Um... And so, like I said, I'm half in the bag, and I go up to him, and I'm like, are you Matty Boyce? <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know why I did this, everybody. I have no fucking clue why I did this. I was in a mood of some kind, and I know the majority were like going, did you punch him in the face? No, I didn't do that. For whatever reason, I kissed Matty on the cheek. <laughs> I think a lot of it is because I knew that would probably piss him off more than me punching him in the face. And he just kind of looked at me like I was a fucking lunatic, and at the moment I was. <laughs> and that was kind of it. I think he told me he was in the service. He was like in the Navy or something, but I honestly don't remember anything else about the conversation or talking with him or anything. It was just kind of weird. I mean, like I said, I was, I was drunk. Uh, and I found out later that uh, Maddie is no longer with us. Maddie is deceased, I believe, and I could be wrong. Uh, 
that Maddie had uh, decided to take his own life. I, there are a lot of people that I went to school with who've gone down that road, and it is a little disturbing. But uh, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah, well, uh, should I fucking Google it right now? All right, give me a second, everybody. Let me Google this fucker's name. Hold on, let me see. Um, let me see, Matthew Boyce. There's a whole bunch of people coming up. Uh, some doctor of some kind that's not him someone who's a fucking Elvis impersonator that's not him let me see I will do 1970 uh, 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 yeah sorry everybody <clears throat> he, it ain't coming up but whatever but uh, but hey everybody Hey everybody, it is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me as always are the dogs, I got Wean Dog on the chair, I got Sadie Dog on the floor. Uh, I don't see any, any of the cats on the cat tower. Oh no, I see Larry, he's in the doorway of the porch. Uh, I don't know where Cow Cat is. He's probably escaped. He's probably outside. <laughs> Fucking douchebag. Uh, but that's it. You guys caught up? Uh, hey, Stu, why do you say rambling up front? Uh, well, 18 minutes in, haven't said shit. But hey, everybody, how was your day? How was your day? Hopefully it was a good one. I know it's Monday. It's Monday, August 8th, 2020 dose. But hopefully you had a good day, man. Hopefully it was an easy day at work. Uh, maybe you had the day off. Hopefully it was a nice, sunshiny day where you are. It was pretty overcast here in uh, good old Grand Rapido, Michigan. But hopefully you had a good one. If you didn't have a good one, uh, get home, crack open a beer, go to bed, and uh, tomorrow will be a better day for you. I am sure of it. So I don't know if you guys are all on social media or not. I, I'm assuming you are. I'm assuming the majority of you have uh, the facial book. I do. I don't use it as much as I did once upon a time when I was trying to promote comedy, whatever this or that. Trying to prove that I'm funny. I'm f Mom, am I funny? Am I f do I got hilarious jokes, Ma? Now that I'm not working the road anymore, I don't really give a shit. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, uh, I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a long time. And now I don't do shit, really. I fucking uh, make a lot of mistakes. That's what I've chosen to do. But uh, Facebook, what it does is they got that uh, memories option or whatever there. They're like, hey, three years ago, six years ago, ten years ago, whatever. And then they tell you whatever you did on that day. Well, uh, six years ago today, and I find it incredibly difficult to believe that it was six years ago today. Six years ago today, I was in London, Ontario. London, 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 Ontario. 
Stu, why the fuck were you in London, Ontario? Well, I was in London, Ontario because I was seeing the farewell tour of the Tragically Hip. And I had all of these cool pictures pop up and it just brought back some really good memories and some sad memories. And it's all um, all, all ungood, ultimately. And, uh, longtime listeners know that the Tragically Hip were my favorite band or are my favorite band. And uh, six years ago, the band was calling it quits because their uh, lead singer, Gord Downey, uh, had inoperable brain cancer. And so they were doing kind of the farewell tour uh, as a way to say goodbye to fans and you know, for Gordy to kind of work out shit and whatever. And um, it was really good. If, if you guys are unaware of the band or don't know who I'm talking about, go to YouTube and uh, uh, search out Long Time Running. It is their uh, concert slash documentary of the last tour. And um, it's uh, it's pretty fucking amazing. Hopefully you watch it and you enjoy it. But uh, but there you go. Good good stuff for me. Um, so when I uh, I work today, I drive and dip it out ice cream. I did a route today, super easy route. It's an easy route, and then it made it an e- even easier route because the majority of the places on the route are campgrounds and the. Majority of the campgrounds are like, yeah, we're winding down. We just want to sell what we got, uh, which I get. But then it just, you know, the, the the route almost entirely is campground. So it just made it easy for me to go and go, hey, you need any product? No, go fuck yourself. Okay, go, you go fuck yourself. We'll see you next year. You know, it was that kind of shit. So thank God the, the, the boss had me do some weird shit. Uh, Sadie Dog... And my cat Larry have a very odd, have a very odd relationship. Larry really loves Sadie, and Sadie seemingly tolerates Larry. But every once in a while, Sadie will kind of like follow him, and she'll kind of like nip at him. It's very weird. He doesn't run away from her though. He kind of likes it. He never, she's never actually hurt him. It's very strange. Dog and a cat. Sadie's a dog. Larry's a cat. It's very odd. Uh, so yeah, so it's just working through shit. Apparently though, this over the weekend, um, we have to park some of our vans outside the warehouse. Our warehouse is only big enough to park two of the large vans inside. And so we got to park two others outside. And, uh, the two that were parked outside were vandalized this weekend sometime between, uh, Saturday afternoon and this morning, uh, the driver's side mirrors of both of the vans had been smashed. You're like, what the fuck? Now, our warehouse is near a, um, like a, a running trail, a walking trail. So there's always a lot of traffic on it, people running, biking, whatever. It's not a big deal. And in the, the four years that I've been there, this is the first time that I, I believe that there's ever been any kind of vandalism done to our stuff i i was always been very fearful that people would come along and like unplug our vans we have to plug our vans in so the freezers inside get power and it's it'd be super easy for fucking people just to come along and unplug it but instead they smash the mirrors what a bunch of fucking dicks what a bunch of fucking dicks now you just assume that it's kids right that it's teenagers like a fucking 
an adult wouldn't do that shit, right? Wrong. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I don't know. Everybody. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I think they got cameras at work. But I, I, again, I don't know if they do or not. It's just a bummer. You just don't want to see or hear that anything's fucked around. But what are you going to do? What are you going to fucking do? Do. So last night I watched a movie on Amazon while I'm doing shit, right? It was called uh, Butchers. You know, like Meat Market Butchers. And uh, it's it was kind of like a horror movie. And, you know, it's about this, like, lunatic family off in the woods who, you know, fucking butchers people, right? You know, hence the butchers. And uh, I'm going to get spoilers if any of you give a shit. I mean, it was a it, low budget, probably independently made movie, and it was, it was pretty good for what it was. But you keep, you're watching this movie, and you just want, okay, you want the comeuppance of these, these assholes murdering and maiming and torturing and you're just waiting for them to get theirs in the end and uh, i'm gonna tell you everybody that shit doesn't happen and so the movie left me feeling a little empty inside because i wanted revenge to happen and there was no revenge to be had it so it's stunk on that end. I mean, I'd probably given it one thumb up my butt, but because there was no, uh, there, there was no revenge, there was no street justice, I just, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fucking do it, everybody. I can't, can't, I can't tell you to watch it, so... But anyway, uh, all right, what, what is, what's going on in the world? What's going on in the fucking world? What's going, oh, fuck. I, when I saw this article, I'm like, I have to talk about this. I have to. Because there is a company called, um, Lions, not sheep. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? It's a clothing line. Lions, not sheep. And it's uh, it's essentially, it's these assholes who are Second Amendment people. They're like, we're hard asses. We're fucking bad bitches. Nobody fucks with us. We're lions, not sheep. Uh, you know, and it's all... Uh, Second Amendment horse shit. Donald Trump horse shit. We're the best. Fuck you. We'll fucking stomp your face in, motherfuckers. I mean, that's who these bad bitches are. Sean Whalen is the, the owner of the company. And, I mean, I, I'm looking at the shirt and all. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But then when I found out, like, what these dick fucks are about, I'm like, fuck you and fuck your mom, Sean Whalen. I wish your mom had fucking taken advantage of abortion back in the day. <laughs> I don't even know how old Sean Whalen is. I'm assuming he's younger than me, but who the fuck knows? He's just another asshole, though, trying to fucking uh, uh, 
take advantage of a situation and, and make money. He's just trying to profit off of shit. God knows if he really believes in this garbage or not, but he's pumping out garbage, and so that just makes him an asshole. But the story came out story the story came out that this fuck and his company, Lions Not Sheep, they've been slapped with a $211,335 fine by the uh, Federal Trade Commission. Oh my God, Stu, that's a pretty big fine. What the fuck did they get fined for? Well, these fucking cunts, these fucking lions not sheep, these fucking, uh, we need guns. We ain't no pussies. We need fucking guns. I mean, our dicks is small as shit. Our dicks are technically innies, but fuck yeah. Uh, these dumb dicks on their shirts and whatever else, they uh, they ripped off the Made in China tags and replaced them with Made in the USA. These motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, the Federal Trade Commission said uh, the company added phony Made in USA labels to clothing imported from China and other countries. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a bunch of dumb dicks. I have always asked these assholes with their uh, let's go Brandon and or, or fuck Joe Biden flags or whatever. I'm like, hey, where was this shit made? And then they'd get mad about it. And they're like, oh, everything's made in China. Well, hey, fuck you and fuck your mom, motherfucker. You dumb, dirty dicks. The apparel company sells items including t-shirts, sweatshirts, and jackets on its website as well as through Amazon and Etsy. Products, according to the FCC, are marketed heavily through social media because, yeah, I would see their shit on fucking uh, Facebook a lot. I think I ultimately blocked them because I'm like, I'm just tired of your dumb bullshit. Some shirts on its website read, Give Violence a Chance, uh, Give Violence a Chance, depict former President Trump as the Terminator and feature military-style firearms. And that's why, like, that's another thing, too. Like, you've seen those things where, like, Trump more or less looks like Rambo. I mean, that's what he looks like to me. He's got the fucking headband thing, and he's fucking jacked to shit, and he's got all these fucking guns, and he just looks like a fucking idiot. You have two choices, to be led or to be led. And that, you know, it's the two different spellings, L-E-A-D and L-E-D. So fucking dumb. It's just these dumb cunts trying to be hard asses. Whalen said in a statement to USA Today, the company does not agree with the FTC's ruling, but has no choice but to accept and move on. The statement said the company has been very honest and transparent about its business, citing an October 2020 Facebook video posted by Whalen, in which he says the company buys shirts that were made in China. Well, if you're saying they're made in China, then why are you trying to fucking hide it with goddamn made in the U.S. of A tags, you fucking fuck? In addition to the fine under a 12-page order from the FTC, the company and its owner must stop making bogus made in the USA claims and come clean about foreign production. Yeah, because again, it's these fucking assholes. They're like, America number one, America first. Uh, we need We need these shirts cheap as shit. We're going to the Philippines, we're going to Thailand, Indonesia, wherever the fuck. Wherever those brown people are that will fucking want to shoot. We want them to make our shirts. Dicks. 
Also under the order, any qualified man in the USA claims must include a clear and conspicuous disclosure about the extent to which the product contains foreign parts, ingredients, or components or processing. Good. Fuck this guy. I hope this guy's company eats shit. The problem is uh, with this dumb douchebag is that it doesn't matter what this fucking idiot does. Those fucking people just buy into it. They just fucking eat that shit up. They're not eating it with a spoon. They're eating it with two spoons. They're like, oh, yeah, more, more, more. I'm not a fucking sheep. I'm a fucking lion. I'm a fat fucking lion with diabetes. <laughs> fucking, fucking dumb douchebags. Uh, I now just lost uh, all of the new listeners because they were all incredibly super conservative. And they're like, but I am a lion. I'm not a sheep. Um, Long-time listeners know that I am a uh, big Buffalo Bills fan. I gave away some uh, Buffalo Bills cards today over on Twitter. Feel free to follow me on the tweets if you want. At Steve McAllister. I will always appreciate it. I'll follow you back. How about that? How about that, everybody? The Bills are going to do really good this year. Um, I always get nervous, though, in the years where they are going to be really good because then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I just sense a letdown, and it just kind of sucks. Because there's always this belief of Super Bowl or bust, and I know every team feels that way, but, I mean, ultimately not everybody's going to get to the Super Bowl, right? Like right now, you can list... 20 out of the 32 teams in the league and go, nope, 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 no way, nope, get the fuck out, right? I mean, legitimately right now, there are probably 12 teams that might have a chance at winning, right? Uh, So it always scares me, though, when the Bills are one of those teams and they, they get, odds are in their favor. Odds are in their favor, so this past Friday, the Bills had the, uh, was it red versus blue game? You know, it's just, they're playing at um, Highmark Stadium, where, the, where they play in Orchard Park, New York. And, you know, essentially, it's just offense versus defense. You know, but they, they invite fans to come out, and they had, I don't know, I think they said there was like between forty and 45,000 people came out just to see a fucking practice. They were like, practice? We're talking about practice. But at every sporting event, there's always going to be people out there wanting uh, pictures or autographs or whatever, right? And as a guy who's over the last year or so has become a collector of Buffalo Bill shit, I get a lot of um, jerseys that have been signed. I got a bunch of cards that have been signed. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. Have I ever gone up to a player myself and had shit signed? No. I'm, I, these things have already been Sign and you know, the majority have the COA, the certificate of authenticity, right? You know, proving that this player signed it. Uh, you know, um, would I go out of my way to uh have you know, Josh Allen sign my jersey? I mean, I you know, I would want him to, but I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck, dude, sign my jersey, whatever, you know, this or that. But you know, I, I like to think I'm fairly rational. In, in some ways, I know a lot of you are like, Stu, that's, that's the best joke you've told all night, that you're rational. I'm aware, everybody, I am aware. But, um, 
some fans have gone to an extreme, and I guess after the, the game was over, the practice was over, everybody's running back into the locker room. You got a, they got a big runway, and there's people there, uh, you know, hanging out, whatever. And apparently people are, like, throwing shit at the players for them to sign, which I'm like, is always kind of funny. Because I saw one video of uh, Stefan Diggs, the great receiver for the Bills. People were throwing shit at him, and it's just kind of like hitting him. You know, they're, it's like Jersey, so it's not like this guy's getting injured or anything, but it's just kind of weird of like they're throwing random shit. So he was picking shit up off the ground, and he was signing it, and then he was just throwing it back on the ground. So it made me go, do these people get their jerseys back? Or like, fuck them, and I hate to say it, it should ultimately be like, fuck you. If you want someone to sign something and then you want to get it back, you need to keep that fucking thing in their hands unless they come and take it from you. So I just found it funny that Stefan Diggs was doing that. He made zero effort to throw the jersey back to him anyway. But um, when Josh Allen was walking in, apparently someone had like a football still in like the packaging. And they threw it at him, and it hit him in the nuts. <laughs> it hit Josh Allen in uh, the cojones. And uh, come on, man. You guys don't want to fucking hurt your goddamn quarterback. So there's a video on TikTok here. I'm going to see if I can play it and see if you, the sound pops up. People are like, yeah. And then, so I don't know if you can hear him or not. But he said, uh, this is not good. Boom. Yeah, he kept saying, this is not cool. And then he just kind of, he didn't even go try to pick it up. He didn't do anything with it. And here's, here's the thing. I, um, I get you wanting to have players sign your shit. Because Josh Allen, uh, football jersey card autographed card can be hundreds of dollars and i know not everybody has hundreds of dollars so i feel for people i i truly do you just you just i just as a fan i'm saying like i don't want him to sign shit so then i can sell shit and make, you know, I'm, I just made $400. You know, I'm not that guy. I just, the shit that I have, I have because I want as a fan. I'm not looking at this as an opportunity for me to fucking profit. A lot of people are that way. And so maybe some of the, maybe the person who threw the football at his nuts <laughs> uh, is just trying to profit. But I'm again, I'm also like, you threw this on the ground. Unless someone throws it back to you, you're not fucking getting that. Uh, it just seems it seems very strange. So a lot of, there was a lot of shit I saw going back and forth on it. And most people were like, "Fuck you, don't be rude, whatever this or that." And I'm like, "Yeah, don't don't do what that guy did of throwing the football at your quarterback's nuts." But um, I'm also like, I, I get it, I get it, I do get it, I get it, but don't fucking do it. I wouldn't do it. You don't do it. Don't bother your quarterback i mean well i don't know what team you root for if you're a lions fan fuck you can probably walk on the field during a game and fucking have 
Jared Goff sign a jersey for you. They don't give a fuck. Apparently, the Lions are on hard knocks this year. That is kind of that weird documentary-style uh, series that HBO does. Every year, they choose a different football team to kind of focus on. And usually, it's a bad team, a team that historically hasn't been good. And So, the Lions are coming around. It's the Lions' turn this year. I don't know. I got HBO Max. I don't know if I can watch it on HBO Max or not, but uh, we'll we'll see. We will 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 see what I see if I see it, motherfucker, motherfucker. Well, all right. Is there anything else I want to talk about? I want to talk about that. No. Do I want to talk about Kim Kardashian? Fuck. No, I don't. Herschel Walker? No, I don't. Herschel Walker is an asshole. Kim Kardashian, zero interest. All right, I'm going to talk about this because I find it funny. Uh, and a lot, I mean, clearly a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek. The Cleveland Guardians, that's the old Cleveland Indians, you know, the baseball team. Uh, you know, they, they baseball probably does it the best out of all of the sports, out of sports leagues where they get a lot of, like, Fan interaction and fun shit. There's always like weird mascot stuff, right? Baseball definitely has the best mascot stuff. But the uh, Guardians would have a thing where they would have uh, the different hot dog toppings. They would race each other. They would be the mustard, the ketchup, and the onion. And apparently they've raced 50 times this year so far. Uh, and we were to go, okay, well, what, what's the breakdown? Like, who's won what? Probably like a third all the way through? Well, you would be incorrect. One of the three condiments has won zero times. The other two have won 25 each. They split it equally right down the lane. The other, the third has won shit. Mustard is not holding their own. Oh, my God. I don't know if it's the same person every time. But fuck. So the Guardian, the Guardians put out a, a release about mustard, not fucking uh, doing what they need to do. They wrote mustard seventeen has struggled at his. I don't know if seventeen is like how old they are, or if they give if they gave him a number seventeen. But anyway, has struggled at a historic pace this season, failing to secure a victory in any of the first fifty Sugardale hot dog races at Progressive Field in twenty twenty two. The tantrum throwing Kahneman is being sent down to the Guardians' high A team, the Lake County captains, to try and get his mental and physical game back to uh, Major League Baseball caliber level. <laughs> That's always funny when you hear shit about fucking uh, mascots or coaches or whatever. So that's so funny. I thought it was going to be something along the lines of like when I first saw the article. Like, I know they have these races where they'll pick people out of the stands to race a mascot. And then the mascot's usually like a fucking, you know, a college sprinter or some shit. And they're just fucking destroying everybody. Like, the, the person from the stands is getting like a 10-yard or 20-yard head start. And then the fucking uh, mascot just comes back and destroys them. All their hopes and dreams. It's so funny. But this one, nope, just a piece of shit, lazy motherfucker. Probably eating too many hot dogs before the race, and that's why they're coming in last. But uh, hey, everybody, anyway, that's it. That's the podcast. I am done. Thank you for listening to this bullshit. 
it's bullshit. I recognize that it's bullshit, but for whatever reason, you guys listen to this bullshit, and I thank you for listening to this bullshit. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, Elemental Podcast, that would be great. Uh, if you could consider subscribing to uh, the Patreon, that would be great. What's the Patreon, Stu? Well, it is a uh, paywall where you can get extra things for a certain level of money. And for me and the Patreon, it's just five bucks a month. So what do you get for it? Well, you, the same. You get the same shit. I don't do anything different. It's just more. Like freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. And the Patreon is pretty much every other day of the week. And I occasionally give listeners of the Patreon uh, free shit. Like I gave out some uh, uh, pairs of passes to the uh, Whitecaps, a single-A baseball team. Maybe you can watch the uh, mustard hot dog fucking win a race. Who the fuck knows? So uh, it's, a, it's worth your while. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's worth your while. It's just five bucks. Five bucks. So if you got an extra $5 burning in your pocket, uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Search out Elemental Podcast. There you go. Uh, and then if you guys can check out my Macari store, that'd be great. I got a lot of sports shit. That'd be wonderful if you could go take a peek, buy something there. I got uh, links to it on my Instagram, my Twitter, and my Facebook. If you can't find it and you really want to know, let me know, and I will, uh, I'll sell you stuff. I actually sold a lot of shit over the last two days. I don't know what's going on, but... Uh, it's very streaky. And then last but not least, if you can do these four things for me, go check out Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Matt is a, is a really good artist, and he draws some crazy shit, and you can buy that crazy shit from him, or you can commission him to draw some crazy shit. So uh, go check him out, Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Titties. Uh, go check out Bear Boards and Table on Facebook and Instagram. They also have a Macari store that's a bear like a grizzly bear. Bear Boards and Table. And Mark, the owner, he's got a bandsaw and he uses it way too fucking much. And it makes a lot of shit out of wood. Out of wood. Keychains, knickknacks, paddy whacks, uh, cutting boards, all that kind of shit. So uh, go check him out on Instagram and uh, Facebook and check out his Macari store. And if you don't see anything that you want, message him and, uh, fuck, maybe he can make what, what you do want. He, like I said, he's talented. Dude's got some skills. Go check out Magic JBN over on Facebook. That's uh, John Midgley. He is a magician. He's a social worker. He's an all-around swell fella. So if uh, you go over there on Facebook, check out Magic JBN. You'll see magic shit. You'll see all the good stuff. You'll get your needs met. So go check them out over there, Magic JBM. And then uh, last but not least, the Sunday Slaw. That's a married couple. Adam and Stephanie House, they eat way too much coleslaw. Coleslaw aficionados. And every Sunday, they will do a Facebook Live of themselves eating coleslaw. And they give it the yay or the nay. So if you like coleslaw, go give it a shot. The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. So the Sunday Slaw, Magic JBM, Bear Boards and Table, and Matt Harper Art. So that's it. You guys are wonderful. Thanks for uh, listening. If you could do the whole rate review, subscribe. I know I hate to do that to you folks. If you could, great. If you don't, I totally get it. I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But if you could, awesome. Uh, that's it. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you uh, Thursday for the freebie. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Goodbye.